And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Hello, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, an attorney and a partner in the law firm of Mauk and Baker in Chicago. We are all Jesus-following attorneys that focus on serving the body of Messiah with its legal needs. You can find out more about us by going to maukbaker.com. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com or call 312-726-1243. Today we'll be speaking with Pat McCaskey, the Chicago Bears Vice President In addition to co-owning the Bears, Pat is chairman of Sports Faith International, a nonprofit Chicago-based initiative dedicated to inspiring and transforming culture through sports. Pat is also an author, has written a series of books, and will be speaking at this year's March for Life Chicago on January 13th, uh, where you can meet up at the Federal Plaza from 2 to 4 p.m., this coming Sunday. Pat, welcome to our show and help us work through the angst many of us feel that the Bears have lost. And now, uh, how do we put that in perspective? Well, thank you for the opportunity to be on the air, John. Uh, It was quite a game. And we're sorry we won't be advancing in the playoffs. But we're grateful for a wonderful season. Yeah, amen. It uh, it has been a beautiful Bears Bears season and uh, a lot of exciting football. But uh, so many people are caught up in sports that they they seem to have almost made that into a religion. And you've you've written a lot and thought a lot about how we uh, put these. Uh, into perspective, how following Jesus is compatible, but uh, where do you draw the lines? How do you, how do you help people separate their emotions, thoughts, and actions so that they can be serving God and still enjoy sports? I think that when people give advice, they often uh, relate what they tell themselves. And for me, I need to go to church and Bible study and have daily devotions. And that helps me to appreciate my unique place in the world and, and how to cope with it. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Uh, the uniqueness of each human being, uh, which brings us to the March for Life, uh, which is this Sunday, January 13th. Uh, you're involved in that, and you're going to be a speaker. H- how did you become interested in pro-life activism? When I was seven months in my mother's womb, she received a blessing for expectant mothers. And a few weeks after I was born, I was baptized at St. Mary's Parish in Des Plaines. My grandfather, George Hallis, was my godfather, and my aunt, Flossie McCaskey, was my godmother. And Aunt Flossie was the mother of 
Patrick McCaskey, who was my father's cousin, and my father's cousin uh, died during World War II. So I was protected in the womb and out of the womb and throughout my life. And speaking at March for Life Chicago is an opportunity to help other people. Well, this is uh, not your first time speaking. What keeps you coming back? I think this is my sixth time, and uh, I'm very grateful for the opportunities to keep coming back. Um, sometimes I'm invited back, and sometimes I ask to for the opportunity. Um, but it's working out well, and uh, I'm grateful for the opportunities to speak at March for Life for Chicago. It's quite an honor. And what will be the focus of your talk uh, this Sunday? When I speak at March for Life, I do a, a March for Life poem. And I have another one for this Sunday at 2 o'clock. Oh, so you and, write a poem every every time you come to speak? Yes, that's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Now, do you write it from the perspective of the mother, the father, the child, all of them from God? Uh, how, how do you come yes. to your, your poetic insights? I try to base the poem on the theme for the particular March for Life. Uh, this year, the theme is unique from day one. And I've written a poem based on that theme. Well, I, I, I also appreciate the day one emphasis. Uh, there's a movement, I don't know if you've heard about Kiwan, Q-I-Y-U-A-N Day, Kiwan Day. Um, and listeners can look that up on, on the internet. But it's, it's an emphasis on when we're conceived rather than when we're born. We spend so much time with children on their birthdays that uh, we, we forget to teach them and help them understand that that's not when their life began. Their life began uh, nine months earlier, or I guess in your case, uh, maybe only seven months early. Um, I'm not familiar with the movement, but it sounds like a great cause. Yeah, no, no, it is. It's something that uh, uh, we've been enjoying uh, furthering because our politicians have told us, uh, even the even the the pro-choice ones, that they want to make abortion rare, and that's that's something I think we can all all agree on uh, persuading young women and and giving them information and encouragement to carry to term when they have an unexpected pregnancy. Uh, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk, the law firm of Malk & Baker. And today we're speaking with Pat McCaskey, vice president of the Chicago Bears, who will be speaking at the March for Life on January 13th. That's the Chicago March for Life. And it will be uh, headquartered at the Federal Plaza Everybody's welcome. You don't have to pre-register. Uh, just come down to the Federal Plaza, 2 p.m. Sunday, scheduled to go from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. this Sunday, January 13th. Go to marchforlifechicago.com. That's the address for the website. Just Google it. 
Uh, Pat, what would you encourage people to think about and pray for as as uh, they wonder, should I go to the March for Life? We are hoping for the best possible turnout. Um, it, we'll start with speakers at the Federal Plaza at 2 p.m., and then we'll do about a mile march through the streets of Chicago. And it will be very well organized like previous marches. Um, we get great help from uh, the Ch city of Chicago police. And it's actually fun to walk through the streets of Chicago on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, the weather is projected to be relatively mild. Um, it's important to wear layers in a situation like this, and that's what I'll be doing. Now, I've, I've been to some of these type events. I assume it's okay to bring your children, including toddlers and strollers and uh, yes. the whole family. Yes, that's right. We have uh, wonderful people of all ages at the marches. And it's it's open to people of all faiths or people even of no faith, people who want to support life uh, even before children are born. Is that is that right? Yes, you're right, John. Uh, we know that the pro-life movement is often deeply tied to people's faith, but uh, there are other people I, I, I know who, who just look at the biology, uh, the DNA, that the child uh, becomes a person at the moment of conception. Uh, we didn't know that when Roe versus Wade was, was decided, but it seems pretty much everybody now agrees that life begins at conception. Yes, I certainly agree with that. And, and now... We're in the middle of, of outworking that and letting people know that it's okay to carry a baby and it's wrong, actually, to terminate a life. There are many, many ways that uh, women who are pregnant and thinking about abortion can actually be helped. Um, one of those is adoption. Uh, another is uh, helping to carry the child to term. We've had many people who, whose mothers were thinking about abortion, but then uh, changed their mind, and now they're leading very, uh, very productive lives. So is, is this March for Life about that, or is it about uh, getting Roe versus Wade overturned, or how does that balance out? And John, I, I think it's about all of that, and uh, particularly to uh, promote life from conception to a natural death. Uh, that's been the theme throughout and uh, will continue to be so. Uh, coming up, we'll talk further with Pat McCaskey, colonial of Chicago Bears, about he, how he connects his faith in Jesus to his involvement in sports. I'm John Mauck, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. You can reach us at 312 726-1243 or at maukbaker.com that's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com
In the wide, confusing world of law and lawyers, it's tough to find someone you can trust that shares your Christian values for legal advice and representation. You can trust Mauk and Baker, a Christian law firm based in Chicago that serves churches, ministries, businesses, and individuals with their legal matters. They seek to represent clients like you with integrity and care by using biblical principles as the foundation of their work. Additionally, their monthly newsletter highlights what's current in the religious liberty arena, keeping you informed on your right to worship, whether that's on the street, in public school, or within the walls of your church. Subscribe to their newsletter at maukbaker.com slash newsletter. That's M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R dot com slash newsletter. If you have a legal need or question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact Mauk and Baker at 312-726-1243. Call and mention Lawyers for Jesus for a free consultation. That's 312-726-1243. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Mauk, partner of the law firm of Mauk and Baker, and we're talking with Pat McCaskey, vice president of the Chicago Bears, about the March for Life Chicago, which is occurring this Sunday, that's January 13th, at 2 p.m., the Federal Plaza. Everybody's welcome, and uh, bring your family, bring your friends, bring church members, bring people who are pro-choice so they can hear if they're open uh, the arguments and the inspiration of those that are pro-life. Uh, before the break, Pat said that he likes to create a poem and write a poem, and we've asked him to share it with us, the poem that he'll be uh, sharing again at the March for Life Chicago. Uh, Pat, uh, go ahead and introduce your poem or just... Uh, start reading it to us. The theme for this year's March for Life is unique from day one. So my poem from this year is entitled Unique from Day One. To help the court supreme, we keep marching towards a dream. March for life, march for life. Instead of drinking wine, we keep marching to feel fine. March for life, march for life. We are unique from day one. Here there's hope for everyone. Here our warm pro-life hearts will have won. We're unique from day one, and before our lives are done, we can show we're unique from day one. On the Chicago streets, we think marching is quite neat. March for life. March for life. Like this wonderful earth, we are marching for rebirth. March for life. March for life. We're unique from day one. Here there's hope for everyone. Here our warm pro-life hearts will have won. We're unique from day one. And before our lives are done, we can show we're unique from day one. When the weather is cold and you're feeling old, you are not old, you are quite mature. Amen. Well, uh, thank you. The March for Life theme certainly uh, 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 permeates that poem. And I was struck by the words, hope for everyone. 
Yes. Now, now there's hope for women who may be tuning in and they're thinking of having an abortion because uh, they don't have hope. But will there be people there at the March for Life who can encourage and pray with and counsel uh, young women who who may be weighing that decision? And, and will those young women be welcome at the march? Yes, they will. That's all part of the March for Life Chicago. Yeah, I, I, I think people might be hesitant and wondering, gee, I'm not part of the organization, but you don't have to sign up. Uh, everybody's welcome, uh, people of all faiths, and people uh, even who are pro-choice uh, will, will find that there's a respectful disagreement and attempt to persuade them, not, not, to, uh, not to bully them, I, I hope. Yes, you're right again, John. Uh, that's the goal of the March for Life Chicago. Now, there, there is hope. And for women who've had abortions, uh, we, we know we probably everybody listening here uh, knows women who've had that. And, and, and many are deeply scarred and, and, and with regrets. Uh, there's hope for forgiveness, isn't there, in Jesus? Do you know people who've experienced that and, and, and talk about how uh, they may connect to someone at the March for Life to, to find healing? Oh, very much so. Um, we're open to all of those situations and people. Yeah, the, the truth is God can forgive if we're willing to confess and to repent and to trust Jesus uh, to have known our problems and and care for our needs and and heal our woundedness. I, I know there are many women who've had abortions. They were young. They were afraid. Um, they were coerced even and and pressured, and they they terminated the life of their child. And now. They've carried that uh, through their life. But if they come to the March for Life or just come to Jesus, that can change. It certainly can, and uh, we welcome everyone. Oh, it should be a great afternoon. Yeah, I, I hope if listeners who are thinking about coming and, and really are struggling with the issue of abortion will, will say, this is so important. I've got to really check this out before I make a, a crucial decision like that. And I'm going to go to that March for Life. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek God's will because this is a decision that's going to not only affect my life if I'm a young woman carrying a child, but it affects, of course, the life of the child I'm carrying. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm John Malk of Malk and Baker. We're speaking with Pat McCaskey, co-owner of the Chicago Bears, about the March for Life Chicago, at which he'll be speaking on January 13th. That's January 13th, Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Federal Plaza. Everybody is welcome to attend and really open your hearts. And if you are pro-life, come and support this. And if you have questions about whether a pro-life position is, is a good one to have, I uh, urge you to attend so that you can hear the speakers and, and weigh for yourselves the position that you should have. Uh, Pat, you've also 
written a bunch of books. Uh, titles intrigue me. Ten Commandments of Football and if the Apostles had played football. Uh, these are folks who are uh, serving Jesus, apostles. How can you play football and serve Jesus at the same time? <laughs> well, if the apostles played football, they would have been a great team. <laughs> Jesus would have been the coach like George Hallis. Peter would have been the quarterback like Bill Wade. Andrew was Peter's brother. They would have been used to playing catch in the yard. Let's put Andrew at tight end like Mike Ditka. James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John were known as the Sons of Thunder. They would have been the running backs like Walter Payton and Matt Suey. We don't know much about Philip, Bartholomew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, and Simon the Cananean. So they would have been the linemen like Jim Covert, Ted Karras, Jay Hilgeberg, Tom Thayer, and Bob Wataska. Thomas and Matthew would have been the linebackers like Bill George and Mike Singletary. If Mike Singletary had been an apostle, the other apostles wouldn't have slept in the Garden of Gethsemane. Matthias, who replaced Judas, would have been the punter like Maury Buford. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Paul would have been a writer and a speaker like me. He wrote a lot of letters, even though the Corinthians were the only ones who ever wrote back. Wherever he spoke, there was either a revival or a riot. So uh, the apostles had the makings of a football team uh, yes, because so. of their personalities and, and cohesions you're talking about. Uh, Yes, and, and they had a great coach. And uh, yes, and and Jesus is the coach. And when we get down to a march for life, uh, that's what we're looking for too. I know that the uh, uh, Catholics are particularly interested in this and have been sponsors of this and and leaders of of this movement. And uh, Joe Scheidler, a man I, I greatly respect, has been uh, yes. A, a leader in this area, and uh, we've interviewed Joe, and and uh, we love him, and he loves us. But overall, the reason I mention these different aspects is it's like team sports. We can't do it alone. Uh, we can be individually pro-life, but you can't really pass the football to yourself very well, can you? You're right. Yes, it takes everyone to win. And so the, our prayer would be, uh, Lord, help each person who's listening here see what their role should be. Uh, should they attend the march? Should they pray for the march? Should they read the scriptures? Should they pray about a pro-life position? Should they educate themselves? And uh, should they become an ambassador? Uh, uh, Pat, uh, how can people learn more about the March for Life Chicago? Well, through their parishes, um, I know that St. Pat's in Lake Forest is sponsoring uh, groups to be there, and I'm confident that it's been publicized throughout the Archdiocese of Chicago. And, of course, they can go to uh, marchforlifechicago.com. 
and get the information there because there are other events too that are happening earlier in the day and, and other ways that they can participate. Pat, thank you for speaking with us today. You're uh, welcome, John. Thank you for the opportunity. If you have a legal need or question and want the perspective of a local Christian attorney, contact us at Malkin Baker. You can reach us at 312-726-1243 or at malkbaker.com. If you missed part of this show and want to listen online, go to malkbaker.com forward slash radio. And please tell everybody about the March for Life. I'm John Malk, partner at Malkin Baker, and this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Gonna have to serve somebody. Yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.